I don't know what arm they are. That was strange. Jesus Christ. We didn't get our I countdown. Like I, can... I didn't get our countdown. So, 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 can they hear me? Can they hear me? Yeah. Why wouldn't can they? they hear me? Yes, they can hear you. Sometimes you switch it on and they can't hear me. No, it, well, doesn't, it doesn't work like that anyway. Well, well, citizens, peasants, viewers, lovers. How are we this evening? I hope we are well. And how are you, John? Yes, I'm as well as can be expected, given the circumstances within which I find myself. Yeah, no, I'm going to tell you about the circumstances within which I find myself. Oh, God, here we go. Right about freaking now. So, um... Are you going to start bleeding? I'm going to be a... I'm going to be a little bit vague, right? But I am going to be as truthful as I can be right here. So, for those of you who don't know, I was supposed to be in court yesterday. I was supposed to be in court yesterday on charges of resisting arrest. Um, and it was, for the third time, cancelled. And I've, I've just received a new court date today. Mm -hmm. um, guess when that is, John? Well, I know okay. when that is. You told me. It was the 10th of January. Oh, 24th of January. 10th of January? No, 10th, yes. 24th, 24th of January. 10th of January, 2024. Yeah, 20, yeah, whatever. And? Yeah. Why are you surprised? Um, I told you this would happen. I told you this could go on for, you know, it could go on for years. It's coming on two years. Yeah. Coming on two years. Um, first of all, I did not resist arrest. I am completely innocent. There was no lawful arrest to begin with. Well, that's not this for you to determine. That's for the courts to make that judgment. Well, I'm telling you, it was a charge that was slapped upon me to cover up the misconduct of a police officer who brutally assaulted me. Now you're, you're, me making allegations with, me. you're making allegations without your case being cleared. Yeah, that's true, but I've got it all on video, so I don't really that's care true. anymore. Yeah, and I don't really care anymore. You, you think that the justice system is fair and appropriate in this country? No. no. Well, so, so there's always a chance. Oh, yeah, there's always a chance that I get thrown completely under the bus, but mm -hmm. I've had enough, and I, I've really, I really have had enough of it. And yeah, uh, I've you're, been... you're getting annoyed, and you're working yourself up into a frenzy over something mm -hmm. you can't do anything about. Well, I can release the footage, and it I will be doing on my Twitter account does, in the next few days. It doesn't matter. You can't actually do anything about this case until it goes no, to court. You're, you're right, although it should never be in front of a courtroom to begin well, with. Everybody, that, everybody that's, that's, um, that's been charged and thinks they're innocent says that. And not, yeah. every, not, everyone, not everyone that ends up in court gets off with it. Now, no, I agree. You know my opinion on your particular case, mm -hmm. but you can't do anything, you know? So, so you're winding yourself up. justice. You are white. It's not a miscarriage of justice because justice hasn't been served yet, right? So you're winding yourself up over uh -huh. something that you cannot change, right? So you're sitting there fuming over something. Fuming. Yeah, I know you are. And you're sitting there fuming over something that you can't do anything really about, okay? So no. if you can't change it, what's the point in worrying about it? until you can change it. Well, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. But what I can do and what I will do 
is I will be releasing the footage of the incident in full, my own footage of the incident, mm -hmm. um, and people can make up their own minds as to whether or not they think I did anything wrong. Um, so I will be I will be releasing that footage. No, be prepared. Uh, in the next few days. Be prepared because you will get people coming on and saying, "Yeah, yeah, you were quite rightly arrested." I, I know. You know, I know, I know. You, I mean, look at me. I, I, I only asked a question about whether a crime had been committed and I get mm. called a pedophile last weekend. Well, yeah, and that's over this whole BBC thing, over the Hugh Edwards thing. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that once we've, once we've got, gone into the show proper because Hugh, Hugh has been identified now. So, yeah. Uh, By yeah, none other than his wife, I believe, yeah. Yeah, none of it, but then it's a statement that's been released on his behalf. Like I say, we'll get into it a bit more when we're into the show. Okay, Doke. So, with that, I think I'd like to welcome everyone to this episode 235 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and with the potential jailbird known as Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is how ridiculous the justice system is in this country. <laughs> I, I, look, look, I'm looking at the chat. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that case there, because people who don't know, Vaughn is Shalini's partner, and um, he legally purchased an electric bike in the UK. He purchased it, and it was delivered to him, and it was shipped to him, and at no point was he told that this thing was not road legal or anything like that. He was simply... May, may I stop you at that point? And I would mm -hmm. say... Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Yeah, but surely, and also at the point of sale, something must be said. No. But anyway, the, but the point of the matter is, he'd been riding this for about two years, I think, uh -huh. uh, and then he was pulled over and stopped, and they took it off him, and they crushed it, and they gave him points on his license, and he was not able to do anything about it. <laughs> I don't understand the points on the license, but... Yeah, he's got points on his license. They're, so they're saying he needed a driving license to to drive that, to ride that bike. Uh, that he needed insurance to ride that bike. Did, could the bike exceed thirteen miles an hour? Yeah, it could go over thirteen. Well, then he's not got a case. To, he's not got a leg to stand on. Yeah. No. Well, I know, and he knows. But but the whole but the whole process of it is ridiculous because he surrendered it when they asked him to and you know they they took it off him that really should have been the end of it they took it off him and they crushed it but no they wanted to prosecute him they wanted to put points on his license they wanted to make an example of him he's not well, done anything like this see yes and no right um right because if if they hadn't prosecuted them but crushed his bike effectively all they've done is damage his property yeah right so you've got to have a charge to go with it well, I suppose so. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, I, I, I mean, you, you, you can get caught. I mean, it's like if I stopped you and took a pound of cocaine off you, right? And said, I'm just uh -huh. going to take this and destroy it. <laughs> right? Up <Okay>. my nose. <laughs> but I'm just going to take this and destroy it. You take this as a warning, right? 
how, how would you feel about that? Well, I'd be like... Yeah, you'd be like, oh, bitch, he's just stole, my he just stole my coke. <laughs> yeah. You just stole my coke. So, so there's always, oh, yeah, there's got to be a charge. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess so. But I, I honestly think that the police are, they're out of control in, in more, more, more ways. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And second of and, all, I don't think get me wrong. With the I'm no great fan of the police. I'm just pointing out there are flaws on both sides here. You know, oh, and, yeah. and invariably, invariably, when something happens, like has happened to you and happened to Vaughn and things like that, there's a little bit of of, of blame on both sides, right? Now, well, I, I, I've I knowing you, ever. knowing you, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not excusing. I, I know this is definitely <laughs> not an excusal of the police officer's behaviour, but I'm pretty sure you wound them up as much as you possibly could until they actually oh, just oh, cracked. Oh, oh, yeah, I definitely did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. it wasn't that I definitely... It's not that I wound him up, right? I was just belligerent. And I've never, <laughs> yes. ever, ever denied that. <laughs> yes. Because, quite frankly, just because somebody's wearing a uniform, there's nothing written in law that says you have to do what they say. Well, it depends. If you're driving in a car, you have to stop. Well, I, I stopped. I was not <laughs> yeah, no, But I'm just saying, so there is stuff written in law that you have to do when a police officer tells you to do things. However. <laughs> and um, stopping out when driving a car is wonderful. So get this. And this will be in, this will be in the video. But well, not a traffic right? warden. Traffic so warden has no like, power to he stop was actually, you. <laughs> he was actually asking me to leave, right? He kept asking mm -hmm. me to leave. And well, I that's almost saying, a good thing, mm, isn't it? Yeah, well, I kept saying no, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then when it got to the point where he actually attacked me, and I use that word, attacked, um, it was when I'd actually agreed. He said, are you going to leave? And it's in the video. I said, yes, I will, in my time. Mm -hmm. And at that point, he attacked me. Yeah, because that was so, the last straw. Because although you said, yes, you were going to leave, you were doing it on your terms and not his. So he would be all yeah. miffed at that. Yeah. So he's obviously... Let me guess. Let me paint a, a mental picture. He's he's a younger guy, right? Yep. He's skinny. He's yep. possibly bald. Maybe no. maybe a touch ginger, right? Yep. <laughs> That's a spotty complexion. <laughs> yep. And he's not terribly tall for a police officer. You've just described PC Morley to a T, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you you can, I mean, you can tell them straight away. You can tell. See... Mm -hmm. I bet there was another cop there who was taller, older, and basically just stood back and didn't do much. No, 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 no. no. There were two others who he was training, oh. and he, he was being a right, and he was being a right belly oh. to both of them. <laughs> so yeah, so it's even better. So what he was doing yeah. was he was showing off. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what he was doing, and he was being a right belly to both of them. So he was showing and, off and, and got caught out. But do you know what? He had been told and showed evidence that I was not only disabled, but I was autistic mm -hmm. before he ever approached me. Yeah. So he knew he was approaching an autistic disabled person. Yeah. And maybe with that knowledge, you have to approach that situation a little bit differently. Right? He was being asked to leave for, for reasons that we maybe don't want to go into. Well, I, I, I don't mind. Well, it's up to you. Um, did I, you explain I, to him why you didn't want to leave? 
Yeah, I did explain to him why I didn't want to leave because uh, there was there was there was an altercation, and my children were in a place where I didn't want them because there was a room in that place where there are knives and guns that that's not remained locked. And I said I just simply wanted to take my children home with me. Um, the altercation was not between me and who you think it would be. It was actually someone else who tried to you know mm-hmm. involve themselves in a situation that they weren't involved in, shall we say? Um, and uh, I just simply said to them, look, I'll go home when I've got my children. I'll cu- Which seems that perfectly place. reasonable. Perfectly yep. reasonable. And they wouldn't even... So I, I explained to them exactly what was there and where it was within that premises, and they wouldn't even go look. Mm. That's a dereliction of duty as well. Absolutely. Especially when you've made an allegation that there was firearms involved. Firearms and bladed weapons, Yes. Well, yeah, knives, knives is knives because it could be kitchen yeah. knives or whatever. But uh, firearms and swords. Then, that's why I say bladed weapons, swords. Oh, as well. I think you've got to take a look. Yeah. So I think. And so, I think it sounds like um, he was just focused on getting you back for being belligerent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not really how you should be approaching things as a police officer. It really isn't. Well, no, because when I've made that allegation, you would have thought, like I said, that, mm-hmm. and even my solicitor says to me, why the hell did he not go and look when I said that was there, especially when my children were involved, um, especially when my son, like me, is autistic as well and could wander mm-hmm. and could wander into that unlocked, unsafe environment. Um, my solicitor is absolutely livid not just with what what he did and what happened but also with the you know the behavior of them beforehand after i'd clearly said and it's on video again it's on their video what flag are you pointing at now i'm not pointing at a flag i'm pointing for the for the audience purposes look at that thing in the background is that a police hat <laughs> You're publicly taking a side in this, then? <laughs> no, not at all. How are you doing? I think I've been very impartial, have I not? I think so, but but yeah. Um, so on their body cam, it clearly shows me explaining this situation and where what what is there and where it is, and they just go, "Don't care." Right. Okay. Shall we move on? Um, that, right, um, I've got a note here. I've got a note here, and it says excess deaths. Okay. Okay. Now, I was looking into this a little bit because you know I, I used to report the excess deaths every week. Um, so did I. And and you know I mean we used to do it on the show and we used to go through it with um with Euromomo, remember? Mm-hmm. And we would see them going up and down and up and down and all throughout the last couple of years, and then we kind of gave up because. And, and it's something that Andrew Tate is now getting accused of bizarrely saying, but COVID did, did actually tend to go away once Putin invaded Ukraine. <laughs> and he did say it on the, he did say it in the interview, but it, it's kind of true. But anyway, apart from that, mm-hmm. I was looking at this and everybody's going on about the excess deaths that are occurring just now, and they're saying it's like 1,600 a week or whatever, which you've got to divide that by seven, right? So you're down to what? I don't know. What's that? What's that work out? Been a couple of hundred a day? A couple of hundred a day, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, it's still, it's still an excess, right? But then I go yeah. to Euromomo and there's nothing. No excess death, right? And I think, why is there no excess death in Euromomo? So either mm-hmm. someone's telling lies mm-hmm. or someone's not providing stats. But then I look at 
all of Europe and Israel, which for some obscure reason seems to come under Europe. I don't know why. Yep. But um, so I look at that, and they're all providing the same. They're all providing data. None of them are missing out. And yet nobody's showing excess death. And I'm thinking, well, how can this be? I'm beginning to say Luke John Campbell now. <laughs> I'm going, how can this be? So I go, how can this be? I go back to the ONS and I realise something that the ONS are reporting that nobody else is. Go for it. So the ONS, and, and to put this in context, you've got to remember 2018 was a bad respiratory virus year. It was. 2019 wasn't. No, it wasn't. Because the dry tinder effect. 2020, exactly. so, 2020 was pretty much on a par with 2018. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I'd say it might, might even been slightly less. Slight, maybe slightly less. 2021 yeah. was lower again. Okay. Yeah. ONS are doing a five-year average, as does Euromomo. Hmm? But ONS's five-year average stops at 2019. Of course it does. So it goes 2015 to 2019. So now everything's got an excess death because they picked a really low year to stop on. Whereas Euromomo yeah. does a five-year average on 2021. And back. Well, yeah. And so a five-year average on the last five years has to... Or 2022 in some cases. So a five-year average on the last five years, people. Not on... Mm -hmm five years out of 30 that you want to pick. So ONS are cooking the books here. And, yeah. and why? Why are they doing that? Why are they saying, why are they producing these artificial excess tests? Because in real terms... Honestly, I don't know. In real terms, pretty much the same amount of people are dying. Because if you go to like the world, world in data mm -hmm. and look at the world death rates for the last five years, it's always... 0.76%. It's always, always. Well, even even in even in 2020, it was still 0.76%. So well, that's how many people die every year. 0.76% of the population. Yeah, uh, and also like when we when we talk about the amount of deaths over the course of a 12-month period, for example, mm -hmm. um, and we take 2020 in the United Kingdom, and when we we level it against the 30 previous years. So the 30 previous yeah, years leading up to 2020, okay, when it comes to deaths middle. per 1,000 people, the death rate sits slap bang in the centre of those 30 years. It's, in, it's, not, it's not disputable. It's no, it's fact. a fact. It's a reality. And so when you, when you think of that, when you, look at, when, you, when you start looking at it on these levels, you have to wonder where certain things are. And I'm going to leave it at that because I still don't know what you can say. But you have to wonder, when the 30 years previous, your so-called apocalyptic candy year mm -hmm. is sitting slap bang in the centre, the the most average you can get. Yeah, <laughs> the average of 30 years, yeah. <laughs> this is a fact. This is reality. You can go and look at it. Right, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Right. Um, did you watch the Andrew Tate interview? I watched some of it. I watched, I watched some of it. Right. It's two and a half hours, dude. Two uh, and a half hours. Uh, two and a half hours, but I thought, well, actually, I really enjoyed it, to be fair. And I had to cover the gym for a couple of hours, so that helped because right. I was just sitting there with my headphones on at the reception desk. Yeah. 
so as not to terrify people by wandering around. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so I, I listened to the whole thing, and, and you know, he, he didn't say anything terribly outrageous. He, he outlined the facts about his incarceration, which is pretty much what you said, Ben. You know, um, uh, what he's accused of. Uh, sorry? It's all to do with TikTok. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's accused of. He's accused of trafficking girls by coercing them using the lover boy method, i.e. he was nice to them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to, to make TikTok videos and he would steal the TikTok money. Now, there's no, apparently there are no transactions at all from TikTok to Andrew Tate's accounts or any of his, you know, holdings. Um, yeah, so well, that, that seems like now. nonsense. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. He's well, claiming he's innocent. Most yeah. people that are accused of a crime generally do. Um, yeah, well, but, hello. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, so... Um, but apart from that, he was saying lots of things that made sense. And he was talking about the position of men in modern society and things like that. And, you know, I, I was actually sitting there thinking, why am I not a billionaire? Why do I not travel by private jet and drive a Ferrari? Because he seems to think much the same way as I do. Yeah, but the thing is, the difference between him and you is, you know, in the grand scheme of things, he's a fucking arsehole. But he is. He's an absolute arsehole. However, okay, you're not as much of an uh, arsehole. So that's the difference then, isn't it? I if I'd been a bigger arsehole, I'd probably have made more money. I mean, I think we both probably would. Yeah. If if we if we weren't so uh, so lovely to these wonderful wonderful citizens, serfs. Hi, serfs. How are you doing? Um, if we yeah. weren't so lovely to these people, and we you know, and we gave them a little bit of a pushback, shall we say? I think I gave them enough pushback. <laughs> we just need yeah. cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. <laughs> Just send your cash. Right, so there's a couple of things, though. You need and I to, want to go you, on holiday, so No, right, don't cash. start this. <laughs> see this? See, right, the, and, and I'm going to call you out on this publicly, okay, because this is a character flaw that you've got. And, you, and this is where you are a bit of a millennial and a bit of a simp, right? Okay? See, when things aren't going your way, you I'll always want to run away. And you yeah. need to stop that. You need to stop that. You need to turn around and you need to face up to your responsibilities and take accountability for your actions, right? That's exactly. What, what you need to do. do is you need to get your head down and get some freaking work done. Because I've been carrying this channel for the last three weeks. You have. You have. Sorry, I've been sorry I've been unwell and had to have an organ removed, John. Sorry. I will brook no further, no further <laughs> excuses, okay? Unless you actually get incarcerated. Get your head down, get some work done, and stop bleating about wanting to run away. You don't need to run away. What I you need to day. What You might want to go on holiday, but you don't need to go on holiday. How many holidays have you had this year already? Two? How, how, how many times have you been to Disney? Twice. How many times you been to Butlins? Once. Once? That's three. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's three already. How many holidays have I had this year? 
None. You're always on holiday. My holiday is my work. Get your head down and get some work done. Right. Speaking of getting some work done, some housekeeping, tomorrow night will go ahead. We are live, or I am live, tomorrow night around 9pm with the one and only world of NC, Natalie Chill of TNT Radio and Twitter. We are going to have a bit of a catch-up here and a chat, and we're going to hopefully bring some positivity to the party. So that should be pretty good. Two autistic adults going at it should be pretty good. Um Hope you enjoy it, basically. And uh, my interview with Nick Cotton, I wasn't feeling good at all last night, so I had a word with him, and he said to me, let's push it to next week. So I, I left it up to him, so we're pushing it to next Tuesday. There we go. So one of the things that Andrew Tate said um, that I was wanting to ask you was he, he came out with this theory about um, there's two types of people in the world. There's those hmm. that have a worldview, and they are the people like myself that uh-huh. turn around and say no. And then there are other, well, and like yourself, obviously, as well. And then there are other people who just follow, in fact, most of our audience are probably of the first ilk in that yeah. they can turn around and say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going yeah. to wear that. I'm not going to abide by that silly restriction. And then there are the other people who just play the part. Do, And this is where he gets this matrix thing from. And it actually twigged with me today because I remember this happening. Because remember, early doors, I was doing the same as you. I was going out and asking people things in the street. Mm-hmm. And I asked a woman something. And she said, yeah, I'll, ask them, I'll answer some questions and things like that. And I'm going to thank you very much. And this was even before you had to wear anything, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember asking her something and she just went, Whoa. It was as if Agent Smith had taken over. And the yeah, next I mean, thing that came out was just vitriol about Of the, course. And it was like, it was bizarre. It really was like the Matrix. And, and that came back to me today when he was talking about this. I thought it was quite interesting. I think you should try and watch the whole thing. It's worth it. Even if you well, the, block, block it up. The, the, I, mean, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff he talks about is rubbish. <laughs> Because <laughs> he talks about he talks about God and him being an yeah, Islam, well he, uh, a Muslim and all a Muslim. that. Yeah, right. And there's a lot of stuff in there that I don't agree with. Um, and he tries to excuse the Middle East for their rather strict laws regarding your personal prolocivities let's just call it that and leave it at that yeah well yeah. at the at the end of the day right i always find this one pretty and people might find what i'm about to say here controversial shock horror um i always find this one pretty pretty hard to broach and the reason i will say that is because on the one hand i think those sorts of laws that the, the sort of govern who you can love or, or what parts of the body you can show i think they're abhorrent I think they're abhorrent. However, I'm also of the mindset that I don't tell another society, another country, another culture how they're supposed to live. Um, so it's, it's like two conflicting worldviews. So the way that I've managed to reconcile that in my brain is countries that act like that, I just won't go there. That's yeah, simple. Well, that, that's fair. That's fair. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, But before we do move oh, on from okay. that, I actually think the comparison to the first Avengers movie well, hey, right? It's pretty good. Where the scene in the first Avengers movie where Loki appears in Germany and who made the comparison to the first Avengers movie? 
Well, you're saying you're making a comparison to the Matrix. Matrix. Right. I see you're making a comparison to the first Avengers. Yeah, so right, when Loki I, appears I, I, and starts doing his surf speech. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that that's bang on, isn't it? It is bang on because, unfortunately, and it is, as we have seen, the vast majority of human civilization will just bend the knee. Yes, they will. Go along for the sake of going along. I will bend the knee. I'm not, I'm not saying that as a slight. I'm saying that is a fact uh-huh. because we are pack animals. We are pack creatures. That is absolutely evident. And a pack needs a leader. And Some of us are wolves. Yes, well, yeah. For someone to look at me and go, you're not a fucking alpha male. Well, well uh, in, the, in, the, in here I am. Believe me when I say in here I am, because I'm not going to be told what to do. I'm just a nice I'm quiet gonna... guy. He just lives a quiet life. Speaking of someone who, who may or may not be an alpha male, let's move on then. Let's talk about Hugh. You? Yeah, okay. Hugh, Hugh, Jars. Uh, yeah, well, I've seen the picture. That could be said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what about Hugh? What about Hugh Jars? So, so Hugh has finally been named, hasn't he? Yeah, um, apparently. Yeah. By his own wife, no less. Do you think maybe she's no known less. for a while and thought, I'm going to have you? Um, well, the, there is a statement that's been released. I'm trying to find it right now. So she's going to she's going to divorce him and take him for every penny she can, isn't she? I don't think she is going to divorce him. She's not going to stand by him, is she? Oh yeah, I I'm going to stand by him. I'm going to stand by you, Jars. Right. So here is the full statement from Vicky Flynn, wife of Hugh Edwards. So I'll read it to you in full. Um, it says. Here is Vicky Flynn's statement in full. In light of the recent reporting regarding the BBC presenter, I am making this statement on behalf of my husband, Hugh Edwards, after what have been five extremely difficult days for our family. I am doing this primarily out of concern for his mental well-being and to protect our children. Hugh is suffering from serious mental health issues. As is well documented, he has been treated for severe depression in recent years. The events of the last few days have greatly worsened matters. He has suffered another serious episode and is now receiving inpatient hospital care where he will stay for the foreseeable future. Once well enough to do so, he intends to respond to the stories that have been published. To be clear, Hugh was first told that there were allegations being made against him last Thursday. In the circumstances, and given Hugh's condition, I would like to ask that the privacy of my family and everyone else caught up in these upsetting events is respected. I know that Hugh is deeply sorry that so many colleagues have been impacted by the recent media speculation. We hope this statement will bring that to an end. And secondly... The Metropolitan Police have released a statement saying no criminality has occurred. Yeah, yeah, and I knew that. I'd seen that one. I hadn't talked about. Yeah, right. So, in fact, let, let, this, this full disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice, okay? No. But there was a paper um, published in the psychiatry journals recently which did mm-hmm. say that um, depression and mental illnesses didn't seem to have a chemical cause which is what they've been working on for years you know they, they yeah. thought they could treat depression and and other mental issues 
Well, let's, let's, you know, cards on the table, and because we are a very open show here, I'm on Sertra Right, so right? so they, they seem to think that um, your your mental state was a result of a chemical imbalance, and it apparently seems it's not. So the, the this article in the journal, or this study in the journal um, of psychiatry, is tending to indicate that there's no point in prescribing drugs to treat mental illness because they don't really make any difference and in many cases can make things more difficult and particularly difficult when you try and come off them and that's that is a known that is yeah. a known problem with some of these drugs you can't come off the you if you stop them without weaning yourself off them you can cause big problems it's not like mom. Say you're addicted to Cocodomo or something, you can stop it. You know, you can just go cold turkey, right? Mm. And you, you, you'll be fine, mm. generally. <laughs> but you won't go nuts, you know what I mean? You, you well, The restless yeah. legs might drive you nuts, but apart from that... <laughs> I have that anyway, so I don't really care. <laughs> apart from that, you should be okay. But yeah, so you, there's... It's quite interesting from that point of view. So I think the jury's still out on the medical profession because obviously it takes a long time for the medical profession to come up with what is and what isn't an appropriate course of treatment. And and as they say, you know, five years after a doctor graduates, half of what he was taught will be wrong. Mm. They just don't know which half. Well, so... I'm going to go to the chat, uh, and Shalini says, not saying he's not depressed or whatever and needs help, but isn't it convenient he's now in hospital? And do you know what? Yes. Well, everybody right. gets depressed. I mean, depression's a thing. It's a feeling, right? So, but remember, of course, after you've probably... been caught, you're going to be depressed. <laughs> but this this guy, right, is on over £400,000 a year. So yeah. when they say he's an inpatient in hospital, what they actually mean is he's probably in the Priory or somewhere like that, right? Yeah, yeah he's so, not in an NHS and, uh, no, hospital no, no. facility. No, he's not. <laughs> um, now, at the end of the day... If he, I, I find this idea of people, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give a bit of a warning <coughs> because we keep seeing things on Twitter trending such as nonce and in relationship to this, right? And if the BBC, well, if the BBC, if the, if the police who have presumably investigated this while John dies quietly over there, um, have said there's no criminality at all involved, then. I'm just going to warn people, if you start saying things like that in relation to Hugh, um, you could find yourself in some extremely legal hot water. <clears throat> Went down the wrong way. <clears throat> See that? Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. So I just want people, I'm, I'm no, warning right. people right. to be very careful with how they talk about this, especially on social media, because I'm telling you, Hugh Edwards and his family just seem to me, and I've got no evidence to prove this, but if someone were going to go mass litigation, I think it could be him. Yeah. It just seems the type that might go after absolutely everybody. Now, are we saying he hasn't done something wrong? Well, he's probably done something wrong in mor mor morally or moral terms. He's been subscribing to people and paying them on OnlyFans. <coughs> Gather. Um, and obviously doing this behind the back of his wife and kids. So, 
Um, yeah, he's done something at least very morally wrong, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But when people start accusing him of criminality without... Well, not just without evidence, well, but when kind of, police kind force have come out and said that's not the case. And, and that's kind of the, the only the thing I was bringing up at the weekend. You know, you, mm. you can't... You cannot start judging people when you don't know the facts. Well, this and, is it. You can't you start can't go around on some of the most heinous crimes. Exactly. Well, you can, obviously, because they did it to me, but I've not got enough money to go and sue them, because if I did have, I would sue. I would sue for defamation. Yeah, yeah and, and I think <coughs> I think in this case, if, if it does turn out that he's just a bit of a, you know... He's a bit of a perv, shall we say, who likes mm-hmm. to subscribe to, to people on OnlyFans uh, and, and pay for their nudes or whatever. Um, and there's nothing illegal or untoward other than that going on. Then I think he's in his right to start going after people who would suggest that he's, uh, you know, like yeah. him young I mean, or something like that. Many people like many people would, would probably be going, oh, just keep my head down and hope this goes away. You know, but obviously these people are so narcissistic and so up, so yeah. far up their own ass that they think that anything they do is right, and and that's not necessarily true. You know, no, it's not. And I think they get they get to this position in in society and think they're above normal morality and decency. So I'm not going to take the side of the. You know, I saw poor Hugh trending earlier, right? I'm not going to take the side of the poor Hugh people. Right, I'm not going to do that. No, no. But I'm also not going to take the side of people that are going to start blindly accusing him of criminality because of a story with no evidence that came out in the sun. And I say that, by the way, as truth. No evidence ever came out in that story. See, see, there's, and and I, I, I came up. I, I did reply to something tonight about the sun because the sun didn't check anything. No, they didn't before they ran that story because if they checked with the police and the police would have told them. Because they have a relationship, right? All the papers, all the TV channels have a relationship with the police. And I can guarantee that. Because I've been there and worked with the police. Yeah, of course they do. They have some kind of liaison officer that specifically works with somebody. It's completely... It's like they're almost in bed with each other. They have whole departments that just liaise with the media. Uh-huh. Right, and this was like twenty years ago. So God knows what it's like these days. Yeah, right? but once again, Shalini, these two other people that have come forward are of age, right? They're of age, and and it seems like he's just done the same thing again. If these allegations are true, he's just paid them for their nudes, um, and and maybe got in a in, in a bit of a contact with them. But so we're actually. Sorry, we're back to where we were on Monday. You know, if you want to move the line, then you have to do it as a society. Mm-hmm. You can't just go and make it up on your own. Yeah. Um, I, I think this could be part of what kills the sun, finally, and I'm not sad about that, by the way. No. Um, I, think, I think it is an absolute disaster rag. I think it needs to go, but that's just me. But I'm just looking at the trend right now, right? And... Well, top like, trend right now is Hugh Edwards then it's George Lucas then it's Nonce then it's Prince Andrew he's another one you know 17's legal in this country I think, I think 17's even legal in New York 
No, it's 18 in New York. No, I think it's 17. Let me just check that. Let me just fact check you there. Yeah, uh, I believe the age of consent in, in New York is indeed 18, last I looked. Um, age of consent in New York City, 17 years old. Is it 17? 17. The legal age of consent in New York City is 17 years it old. It is, yep. No, he's right, and I'm wrong. I stand corrected. You are absolutely correct. Um, so if she was 17 at the time in both New York and in the United Kingdom... No, no, it's... He's definitely morally, morally questionable, yep. <laughs> but not an odds. <laughs> well, I don't know. Are we too conservative? I don't think so. I think, um, I think, I think we're not far off the mark. You know, 16, 17, 18. I think that's all. I mean, what I'd like to do though is I'd just like to pick brain. one age and make the line at that age. You know, yeah, I think the, probably 18 is a better age, to be fair. Yeah, but the problem with that is that, once again, we go back to what I was saying earlier when we were talking about other societies. You know, at what point do we have the right to step in and tell another culture or another society how they're meant to live? We no, might not I'm agree with what they us. do. We might not agree with what they say. Well, but... we, could take it to, we could take it to Klaus and say, look, Klaus, like, <sighs> one world government, let's just give us one age for age of consent, and then Japan would have to up theirs from 13. Yeah, that's true. You will up the age that's of consent from the 13. Or, or, um, or perish the thought. Everybody would, well, knowing Klaus, he'd probably take everybody down to 13. Well, God, yeah. Knowing Klaus, you're probably right. You are probably right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the other thing that's trending is Schofield. So, uh, what does this have to do with Schofield? Because Nothing. people thought it in was reality. Him. Because someone, someone in the BBC said, or someone made a statement from the BBC that said something around the fact of there are new allegations. Mm. Yeah, but I've seen these allegations, and and one of them is that he allegedly got sweary at someone because they threatened to out him as gay. Yeah. I, you know, if if I okay. if I if I yeah, so so Hugh. Right? So what are these allegations? Are are these... Were they girls or boys? I don't even know. I'm not... You know, I... I, Does anyone in the chat know? Were they girls or boys, these two other people? Well, one of these people was threatening to out him. So maybe one's one's a boy and one's a girl, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, do I mean is that... Does that stigmatise you in this day and age when you have people dressed as horses in the street? With our ding dongs hanging out, you know. That is that is a good point. It's a good point. You know, at, at the end of the day, people are still obviously embarrassed to sometimes be who they are and what they are because they've spent their life living what would essentially be a lie. But um, and sometimes they get so deep into it that they just don't know how to get out of it. I mean, Ghostfield's one of them. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We all know. We know, Nicola. <laughs> we know. Just, I'm, I'm saying no more. But, but the point of the matter is that some people have painted themselves. I mean, how old is this guy? He's, he's an old, he's an older man now, right? Hugh, he's, he's got to be, he's got to be near sixty, surely. He's got, I would say, older. He looks right? ancient. I mean, he looks older than me. 
Although I'm looking quite old tonight. He's got, I believe he's got five kids with his wife, right? So they are... Yeah. So, you know, and he earns, I think he just recently had a pay rise. So I think he earned something over like £450,000 a year from the BBC or around that. <laughs> did, you see the, did you see the salary scale for BBC celebs? And mm. Gary Lineker is way above everyone else. £1.35 1. or something, right? He's, like, he's, way, he's getting that diversity pay. Well, that's what I thought. That's what I said. Because someone said, Why, what makes Gary worth you know, a million more than such and such? And I goes, he's black. <laughs> Come on, it's Black Harry. <laughs> he is black. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> he is a diversity hire, isn't he? Yes, as yeah. far as he well, he's concerned. not the brightest, does he? So let's face it, you wouldn't you wouldn't hire him for his intelligence or his witty personality, would you? Uh, maybe his ability to sell crisps. <laughs> right. Right, um, yeah, we'd be talking about Sorry, TV. Femi. Talking about TV <laughs> Sorry, life. Femi, step just, aside. The new, the new. I'm just going to drop onto the, the chat briefly. Um, yeah, you can have a TV, but you don't need to pay for a TV license. Because as yeah, long as you true. don't watch live TV, you don't need a TV license or, or BBC online services. Or as long as you don't tell anyone that you're doing so. No, you no, no. So no, no, no live TV or no BBC online services, and and yeah. you don't need a TV license. No, you, can, you can have like a PlayStation 5 or anything plugged in, and as long as yeah. it's just streaming. Yeah. As, if you're just doing streaming, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, I'm YouTube. Proud, I'm, I, I, I'm, well, I suppose I'm into my seventh decade, don't I? If you start at zero. Well, if you start at zero, right? But anyway, I've never owned a TV license. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> what about live? No, live cheese in the sense not live. That doesn't count. We're not. We're not. Um, doesn't count. We're not a broadcaster on, on B the nope. BBC, so we're nope. fine. We we're don't broadcast on the BBC. To watch us. We're, we're, All you need and, is and, come and sit and in the door. As far as I'm aware, despite aspersions to the the opposite, we are not nonces. I'll state that. <laughs> Well, TV detector ones actually never did anything. No, it, it was, was a scam. No, they, no, they yeah. had the van and they had yeah, the they aerial, had the bands, but they didn't detect anything. There was no equipment in them. There were sleeping bags in the back. You, can, you can't detect. I mean, you think about it. You're driving a van, right? You're driving a van and the TV signal is broadcast from a huge transmitter pumping out megawatts of, of, of electromagnetic radiation to get to your yep. TV aerial. How is that van going to detect if your TV's no. on or not? <laughs> it's not. It's like no, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's right, it's, it's absolute load of shit. So the only thing in the back of TV detector vans are sleeping bags. That's it. Yeah. Right, right, there's no there's no yeah. equipment or anything like that. And then the guy's walking around with the wands. Remember the ones with the wands? Yeah. <laughs> they aren't doing anything. They're not detecting TV. Back to, it's back to how it is nowadays. They get a list from the government of people that don't have TV licenses and they go and knock yep. the door. And if you, if you stupidly door. go, no, I don't have a TV license and I do watch TV, you will get a fine. But if, you go, one thing. but if you go, no, I do not watch TV, 
You won't get a fine. You don't even need to say that. You open the door, they say oh, PV lights in, you say, no, thank fine. you, and close the door. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but it's over. If you stupidly admit to watching TV, you will get a fine. That and forced to pay a TV license or go to jail. They have absolutely no powers of entry. They can't come in your home. No, in no, fact, they, they can't even come in your garden without your consent. Well, I would hope they not. Cannot. It's, I, they cannot. Suspicious white stains on the plant the other day. <laughs> you think he's been getting ready with your ficus? The old I, saw, guy. I saw a meme the other day that was hilarious, right? Right. I should really keep this for the funnies, but... It was a a music themed, a music themed um, party, fancy dress party, and someone had gone to the fancy dress party. A woman wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. She put her name badge on her chest, and then she was covered in white liquid. Okay, all over her dress and over her face, and her name was Eileen. Name that song. <laughs> yep. 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 Oh dear. That's oh, right. Okay. Right. Let's let's get serious. Let's get serious. So Turkey. Do we have to? Well, yeah, right. So Turkey, Erdogan seems to have gone awry. He seems to have fallen... Well, he's not gone awry. He's fallen right into the um, the narrative, hasn't he? Because he's um, he's now supporting Sweden's entry to NATO. I think he's yeah. pushing for accession to the EU, which is going to be tricky because if he gets into the EU... He destroys the EU. Now, this is something I think that America is working... free movement this from is, Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> free movement from Turkey. You can just kiss the EU goodbye. That's it. Yep. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, no border with Turkey? Nope. Never going to work. It's going to be a flood. In fact, in fact, let's, um, let's, let's play a little clip from Mr. Erdogan, uh, from Mr. Orban and see what he thinks of it. Magyarországnak nem csak az illegális migránsokkal, meg az embercsempészekkel, hanem Brüsszel-el szemben is meg kell védenie magát. Most olyan szabályozást fogadtak el Brüsszelben, amely kötelező kvótákat ír elő, és menekültáborok, migráns gettók felépítését teszi kötelező a tagállamoknak. Ez nem csak Magyarországnak rossz, hanem önöknek, osztrákoknak is. Lehet, hogy az új jogi szabályozás segítséget jelent Olaszország felé, de biztosan rontaná az önök helyzetét Magyarország felől. Mert egy hatékony magyar modellt egy nyilvánvalóan nem működő új európai modellre kéne fölváltanunk. Nem fogjuk végrehajtani az Európai Uniónak ezeket a döntéseit, nem fogjuk elfogadni a kötelező kvótát, nem fogadjuk el a migráns gettók és táborok építésére vonatkozó kötelezettséget sem. Meg fogjuk találni a jogi és politikai módját annak, hogy Magyarország a most legutóbbi brüsszeli döntés ne hajtsa végre. Szomorú a helyzet, de Magyarországnak nem csak az illegális migránsokkal, meg az embercsempészekkel, hanem Brüsszellel szemben is meg kell védenie magát, meg is fogjuk tenni. Well, I think he, he, he laid that out quite plainly. I, I think so. Um, and at the end of the day, Brussels has got too big for its boots. And yeah. this show is kind of called the end of the EU or the EU is finished. Um, I and think, I think... Yeah. 
Go on. I, I think we are getting there. I think we're getting to the point where people are just going to turn around. Members, members, current member states are just going to turn around and say enough is enough. Um, what people need to remember is when we formed this union, we did not form a political union. We voted to form uh, a trading block. It was called the like, yeah. EEA, the European Economic Area. And it was to have zero tariff trading between member and states. Even before it was, that, it was called the European Economic Community. Well, yeah, the EEC. And it was absolutely nothing to do with having a, a centralised government that imposed laws, rules and, 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 and movement and quotas upon, upon the member states. And it sort of morphed into that in the early 90s. And that's where your current EU comes from. Nobody voted, like no, 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 no member states, no public voted to form this political union. No one voted to form this commission. The commission are not elected. They are the only people, the unelected commission members are the only people that can uh, impose or, or give legislation or, you know, make up legislation. The parliament is essentially just there. To, just like the king is uh, here. Yes, yeah, it's a rubber stamping exercise. So we've got this political union that somehow forced itself into existence. Um, it was not voted into existence. It's run by people who are not elected, who are the only members of it that can impose legislation upon member states. At some point, at some point, member states are going to get to a point where they go, nah. Well, and I it, think, yeah, and and I think you're right. I think, but and one of the problems is that um, Team America World Police has stepped into the breach here, hasn't it? Because Team America World Police has looked at the EU for quite a wee while and thought, mm, don't really like them because they're getting a bit too strong. Yeah, they were working cohesively together. The UK was in the EU, and really, we don't really want this. We don't want. You know, the EU to be such a strong, strong team. And then, of course, when the breakup of the Soviet Union came along and all these other, you know, former Soviet states joined the EU, gave America a thought, hold on, there's a lot of opportunity in these places. So America's yeah. been looking at them greedily with an eye on. Of course. We, we, we could make a lot of money out of these states because a lot of these states have got rich rich resources for instance like resources ukraine <laughs> mm -hmm. so they're thinking well we could actually step in and make pals with these people but the eu's in the way in so, the way so and here's a little clip that was that was clipped off a telephone conversation and and it hasn't really done the rounds very often in mainstream media but it's victoria newland who was then the assistant secretary of state the United States, speaking to the then American ambassador in Ukraine in 2014. Now, if you wish me to pause at any time, Ben, just please um, indicate and I will pause it. What do you think? Uh, I think we're in play. Um, the the uh, Klitschko piece is obviously the complicated electron here. Um, especially the announcement of him as deputy prime minister. And, and you've seen some of my notes on the troubles in the marriage right now. So we're trying to get a read really fast on where he is on this stuff. But I think your argument to him, which you'll need to make, I think that's the next phone call we want to set up, is exactly the one you made to, to Yachts. And I, I'm glad you sort of put him on the spot on where he fits in this scenario. And I'm very glad he said what he said in response.
Good. So uh, I don't think cleats should go into the government. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess... You think, what, in terms of him not going into the government, just let him sort of stay out and do his political homework and stuff. I'm just thinking, in terms of sort of the process moving ahead, we want to keep the moderate Democrats together. The problem is going to be Tony Boak and his guys. And, you know, I'm sure that's part of what Yanukovych is calculating on all of this. Um, I'm I, kinda, I, I just... I think Yatz is the guy who's got the economic experience, the governing experience. He's, he's the guy, you know, what he needs is Cleach and Tony Book on the outside. He needs to be talking to them four times a week, you know. I, I just think Cleach going in, he's going to be at that level working for Yatsenyuk. It's just not going to work. Yeah, no, I think that's, you know? I think that's right. Okay. Good. Well, do you want us to try to set up a call with him as the next step? My understanding from that call, but you tell me, was that the big three were going into their own meeting and that Yats was going to offer in that context a three-way, you know, the three-plus-one conversation or three-plus-two with you. Is that not how you understood it? No, I think, I mean, that's what he proposed, but I think just knowing the dynamic that's been with them where um, Klitschko has been the top dog, he's going to take a while to show up for whatever meeting they've got, and he's probably talking to his guys at this point. So I think you reaching out directly to him helps with the personality management among the three, and it, and it gives you also a chance to move fast on all this stuff and put us behind it, behind it before they all sit down and he, um, he explains why he doesn't like it. Okay, good. I'm happy. Why don't you reach out to him and see if he wants to talk before or after? Okay, will do. Thanks. Okay, I've now written... Oh. One more wrinkle for you, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if I told you this or if I only told Washington this, that when I talked to Jeff Feltman... This morning, he had a new name for the U.N. guy, Robert Seri. Did I write yeah. you that this morning? Yeah, I okay. saw that. He, he's now gotten both Seri and Ban Ki-moon to agree that Seri could come in Monday or Tuesday. Okay. So that would be great, I think, to help glue this thing and have the U.N. help glue it. And, you know, fuck the E.U.
Okay, sorry about that. Sorry about that, people. You should they be able to hear you now, can they? Yeah, they should be able to hear me and you. Okay. Uh, so, sorry about um, that. So, th yeah, so what we were setting up there was um, Ukraine 2014, conversation between Victoria Nuland and the then American ambassador to the United, uh, for the United States to Ukraine. And they're talking about who should and shouldn't be in the parliament and who who would be best suited. And not only were they talking about who should be in the parliament, but what he should actually be doing on an almost daily basis. And then, of course, um, she gets to the point where they've involved the UN to, um, to, to pressure them into the positions that they want people to be in and um, get rid of the EU. You know, we, we don't need the EU. As she said, fuck the EU. Anyway, um, yeah. there's, there's even juicier bit. So keep listening. There's, there's more to come in. No, exactly. And I think we've got to do something to make it stick together because you can be pretty sure that if it does, if it does start to gain altitude, the Russians will be working behind the scenes to try to torpedo it. And again, the fact that this is out there right now, I'm still trying to figure out in my mind why... Yanukovych that but in the meantime there's a party of regions faction meeting going on right now and I'm sure there's a lively argument going on in that group at this point but um, anyway we could uh, we could land Joey side up on this one if we move fast so let me work on let me work on Klitschko and if you can just keep I, I think we want to try to get somebody with an international personality to um, come out here and help to midwife this thing and then the other the other so they want someone with an international personality to come out and midwife this thing, i.e. they want someone to um, to make sure it happens. So who could that yeah, possibly be? The issue is some kind of outreach to Yanukovych, but we probably regroup on that tomorrow as we see how things start to fall into place. So on that piece, Jeff, uh, when I wrote the note, uh, Sullivan's come back to me, uh, VFR, saying you need Biden, and I said probably tomorrow for an attaboy and to get the deets to stick. So okay. Biden's willing. Okay, great. Right. Thanks. What do you think? So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Biden! Your vice president of the Obama administration, Mr. Biden, went out there to go attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> so why absolutely fantastic stunning stunning and brave Go. <laughs> have you what's happened to ben? ben ben oh benny benny ben oh dear people what's happened to ben he appears to have ben is not connected so things are going to go awry shortly because he, I'm back. oh he's back he's back he's back what happened, Ben? What happened? Can you see me? Am I yes, moving? I can see you. You're moving. All right, good. Um, I, I don't know what happened is the answer. Yeah, so anyway, there you go. Uncle Joe out to Ukraine in 2014. Oh, of course, it would be yep. Team America World Police will be listening to us. Or the NSA down at, um, what's that called? What's that? America. What's the big round thing? Oh. We're, uh, we're GCHQ. GCHQ, yeah. Yeah, the donut. Well, why did Apple build something in the shape of GCHQ? I don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. So, um, so now Andrew says CIA weren't happy, so they froze me. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably, probably. Mm. So that's that. So now you've got an EU that's divided. 
and very divided. I mean, look what's happening just now because of the issues they're having with, let's just say, extra people. Okay. Yeah. So they're having definite problems with extra people. They're having problems with housing them. Sweden's already said no more extra people here, right? Yeah. You can see how Mr. Orban feels in Hungary. He's not mm -hmm. for it at all. Turkey wants to join the EU, which then gives us, you know, free uh, movement. Free movement. Least, so that that just wouldn't work. So um, the place would just be overrun. Um, if 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 Turkey joined the EU, Italy, France, and Germany would have to leave. They would have yeah. to leave, or or they would have to, you know, change the legislation to such an extent that free movement of uh, free movement of people would have to be curtailed definitely. Mm. So anyway, so what you've got is the EU doing that, and then you've got the 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 the. the um, the, the Eastern, the former Soviet states, they want to be America's pal because they got a taste of Coca-Cola and McDonald's, you know, and they don't, they don't, they, they want to stay with it. They don't want to go down the muck, muck Coke and muck Rusky or muck, muck, mucky Donalds that <laughs> the Ruskies do. So and they don't want to go to Strava or whatever it's called. So, so they've got a taste for the Western way and they're falling over Love themselves. Love Coca-Cola! They're falling over themselves to keep Mm -hmm. You know, to keep in with the United States. The United States are looking at Poland and going, wow, what a lapdog. They're going to do everything we want. They're going to be our new Germany because, let's face it, America's already de-industrialized Germany. It's, it's achieved it. So Germany's shut down all its nukes because of Fukushima, because you get tsunamis that affect Germany. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can remember there's been horrible, horrible tsunamis affecting Germany's nuclear power plants. Um, so Germany shut down all its nuclear power plants. France is getting pressured to kill some of theirs. Um, yep. they've, they've spent a fortune on renewables that don't work. And then they're now having to buy their LNG from either Russia through uh, Middle Eastern and Chinese influencers or from America, where it has to be shipped halfway across the world, which puts the price right up. So, Germany, I mean, Germany's, Germany's done. As an industrial country, Germany is done. So even though um, Rheinmetall Rhein or whatever's going to build a plant in Ukraine, not in Germany, in Ukraine, yep. right, to build tanks, Germany as an industrial powerhouse is done. Germany's done as an industrial powerhouse... 32% of the EU's economy is done. 32%. Yeah. So you, you can kiss, you, if you want a Volkswagen or a Mercedes, you better buy it quickly because you're not going to be able to buy them in three or four years because they won't be there. No, you're, probably, you're probably right. Or they'll or be made in China. Them, so the manufacturing will be done elsewhere. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I am looking into my next Volkswagen now um, and this is the exact reason I was going to wait until next October. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm thinking perhaps it's time to start looking sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, for this yeah, exact no, I reason. Think, I think you should. And, and then, then of course, um, all the, all the little Baltic states are all, you know, like Estonia is a NAFO fellow, you know, I'm a NAFO fellow. I'm a NAFO fellow. <laughs> What a simpleton she is! I'm I mean, an honorary fella. Yeah, they really are simpletons, and and they seem they they cannot see what's happening right in front of their very eyes. 
So they're just being used as stooges so that America can put more pressure on Russia because they don't want America, they don't want Russia having the luxury of being able to make actual products. They just want Russia to continue building and use it uh, uh, or to continue um, with its, its uh, war effort because that puts all the resources into making things that don't actually give you a product. They just blow up at the end of the day. Yeah. So and and yeah. the, don't forget me wrong because America has now thought oh hold on we're going to ramp up production because you know that's why they're sending cluster bombs because they don't have any ammunition left so the cluster bombs is a bridging ammunition until they can ramp up the production on the on the one five five millimeter shells and then start shipping them out because it's a wartime economy now so they just put Maybe. money in and they get stuff that they can just blow up at the end of it out. So they don't actually, they're not making products that change lives anymore other than kill people. So, yeah. you know, this is, this is what capitalism has become. You know, when things start to go wrong with your economic uh, policy, you have a war. And that means that you can sort things out. You know, my main concern is that ultimately, you know, if things don't change and change quick, then the people at the other end of those explodies are going to be us. Yeah, well, no. no, and 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 again, this this now, when you actually start to think about it, this ex this completely explains why the the UK had to come out of Europe. The, the UK didn't come out of Europe because they didn't want to be governed by Europe and nonsense like that, because that didn't matter anyway. And it wasn't because no. of the amount of money we spend, because that doesn't matter anyway, because money's not real anyway, and it's yours no. and, and ours, it's not theirs, so who yeah. cares? So that, that those things don't really matter, but what happens is the UK's part of Five Eyes, so they knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. So they knew that America is destabilising Europe, so if... If the UK become stays as part of Europe, it becomes destabilised as well. And I think the problem is we've left too late. We've you left think? too late, and we've not stopped the people coming over. No, and that's the problem. The the day, that's why we're still destabilised. No, I, I think we're mostly destabilised because of the, the the three years worth of you know absolute economic ruin. Yeah, well, but that economic about. ruin was there to deindustrialise Europe. Yeah, well, you could be right. And, and you know what right. America's doing now? What's America doing now? Westinghouse, right? Westinghouse, mm. American company, is uh -huh. building nuclear reactor in Poland. So, modular nuclear reactors for Poland and the other nice little Baltic states that are our Good friends now which are already crawling with NATO bases and American troops, right? So Team America just just moves, and NATO effectively becomes, you know, the Baltic states rather than, you know, the, the North Atlantic states. So forget France and Germany. They're, they're just done. We have used them. They have been found wanting, and we have moved on to fresh blood. Have this one. Yes. Have this boy scrubbed and brought to my tent, surf. The other one's torn. I mean, if you look at Poland, um, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? And this might sound completely, you know, out of left field, but this is this is an example of what you're what you're describing. Mm -hmm. So there is a theme park in Poland called Energy Landia that has popped up pretty much out of nowhere mm -hmm. and gone from 
a, a field to the roller coaster capital of the world. It's soon to have the most amount of coasters in it that out of any any theme park anywhere on earth. Yep. Right? Completely Americanized, completely out of the blue, government funded. So even though it's a privately owned company, the government are yeah. funneling money into this place to keep building it up and up and up and up and up. I believe they're also building a water park and stuff like that, right? And it's completely Americanized. It's completely Americanized. Um, and I think that that, that is, is a result of what you are saying. Mm-hmm. That is a result of, of Poland are, are being good at the moment. So... They're going to they're going to Americanize themselves because remember yeah. this is also a country that suffered under both fascism and communism. Yep. And they're being offered an alt- what what appears to be an alternative in imposed freedom, right? Yep. Is it that much of a? Uh, I'd love to go beats and tapes. Asks if I'm going in the, in the thing. I'll tell you what. If I can raise enough money to go, that's where I'll go next. There you go. Um, because I'd, lo- I'd I would love to see it. Yeah. But, the, but the point of the matter is that this is happening, right? And and this money's coming from somewhere because the Polish government doesn't just have the money like that to build. I mean, these machines, they cost 10 to 20 million pounds a pop. Yeah, well, I mean, this place has got like 15, 16 of them. Well, where do you think the money for the nuclear reactors is coming from? Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I mean, literally, they're, 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 this place is expanding like nothing I've ever seen before mm-hmm. in that industry. I've never seen a place expand to the level that the, the energy land here is expanding. And um, yeah, because it'll be new, doesn't it? Because Disney's kind of see Disney's and Disney's kind of gone down the wrong route. It's got too woke, hasn't it? Um, so, so they'll be pumping money into um, Poland because Poland, see, Poland's not affected by are thinking because Eastern Europeans don't think the same way we do. They don't. So They've suffered too much. Yeah, so they've gone through too much hell in, in their mm. history. And we've forgotten all that. And yeah. we, we've become a soft and easy target. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you, you, I can pretty much... I mean, I know the, the Poles don't let them in, but if there were any migrants in Poland... Or or yep. or St Petersburg or or anywhere like that, I'm pretty sure they would look around and go, mm, maybe not going to kick off here, you know. I can yep. uh, I can think that maybe isn't the place to do it. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, so th- that's kind of I think that's kind of what's happening, um, with Team America World Police. They're they're trying to maintain their hegemony, he- um, without. You know, without deliberately ruining Europe completely, mm. they they want to keep the east of it, and and of course they've also kind of tentatively, and and you can start to see this happening. They've kind of tentatively said to you, to Poland, you can have East Western Ukraine, <laughs> yeah, or Eastern Poland as it used to be, mm-hmm. and you can maybe have Lithuania as well. You know, <laughs> that's just teenage. You know, just have it. <laughs> Because Poland's aspirations of coming back to the country it once was. I mean, the Polish Empire, you know? Absolutely they do. And and like I said, Poland have suffered more than most mm-hmm. when it comes to these countries. 
And they're going to do absolutely anything they can to never end up in that position again. They may well end up in that position without realising they're in that position. But if they have at least the illusion of imposed freedom and the illusion of prosperity and the illusion of, of, of these things, they're going to be happy at the end of the day. Because they're not in a position where they're under either fascism or communism as far as they're concerned. And they never want to be in that position again. Yes. Um, anyway. Indeed. Right. Don't start, don't start a chat war. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't starting a chat war. Right. Um, where are we? Uh, so ben, ben Wallace seems to have grown a set of gonads. <sighs> yes, he has. That's for, I'll tell you why Ben Wallace has grown a set of balls. It's because he's been told he's not going to be the General Secretary of Metro. Yeah, yeah, so he's obviously gone there in a pissed-off mood. He's went yep. out to see Zelensky. He said he was kept waiting for hours, hours. And then yep. um, Zelensky basically gave him a shopping list of weapons he needs, and he's apparently said, well, not Amazon, I can imagine, you know, you know, we're not Amazon, you know. <laughs> so he, said, he said we are not the Amazon delivery service of weapons. Didn't we? <laughs> yeah, something like that. And that that's a pretty, it's a it's a pretty lame put down, isn't it? Well, it's a pretty lame put down, but I think it's absolutely right, and I think it's time that people start turning around. I mean, look, Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson, sorry, Joe Biden dropped the ball the other day when he shouted back at the CNN reporter that the reason they're sending out to munitions is because Ukraine is out of ammo. He said that. Well, it's not Ukraine that's out of ammo. It's the United States that's out of ammo. See, see, right, so the problem you've got, the, the whole thing that's happened here is you, you've, got, you've got a military, right, mm -hmm. that has trained and played and decided that a war would be fought in a particular way, right? Mm -hmm. And that's now been found to be completely erroneous. It's not massive tank battles. It's military. Yeah. It's Troops in trenches, it's like World War One out it there. Because you can't run tanks across that earth. The, the, no. the, the Ukrainian earth is so rich that it's got to be a really hot summer and dry before you can start running tanks across it or they're just going to sink. And it's not just that. It's not just that. It's, it's even if you were able to, at this point, it's going to be so seeded with mines that what's well, the bloody point? And, and the other thing is... There's, there's no air defence for oh. against them. Um, the, the problem is, Russia's got the air. And normally it's the other way around. See, America cannot comprehend the fighting a war where they're not air superiority. And, they're it not appears, and it appears that some of these Russian weapons, like this S-400 and stuff like that, is really quite good. Now, yeah. Russian stuff's not meant to be good, according to the United States. But and the other thing, the other thing, because they've been mocking them about the age of their tanks and things like that, because they're still using things like T seventy twos and T eighties and stuff like that. But it's turned out that five old tanks still beats one new tank. Well, well, exactly. And at, at the end of the day, right? <laughs> I don't know. Right, I'm not comfortable saying Ukraine is winning. I'm not comfortable saying Russia's winning because I'm not there. I no, I'm not know. saying. I'm. I'm only saying what's happening just now. And the the tactics are such that you know America's turning around and saying things like 
Ukraine's actually had its uh, offensive stalled, right? Well, it, there is no offensive. Well, they, they, it's done. They're saying their offensive has stalled because they were using NATO tactics, which don't work against this kind of and this warfare because. Nobody's actually, nobodyody's running the show. All of Zelensky's doing is running about asking for money. You He's know, not even in Ukraine for the most part anymore. Well, he went, he he went, went to Vilnius. Vilnius. That went, did you see his face? It's like, oh my God. That's like, oh, he's a stinky guy at the party, isn't he? Nobody's yeah, been no. near him. I mean, why is he even at the NATO summit? He's because not because he's an idiot. He's, see, the problem is, you know, and, and and let's go back six months. Six months ago, everywhere he went, he was treated like a hero. Yeah, that's that doesn't appear to be the case at the moment. Well, now, now he's just getting treated like um, well, it's, it's, um, it's, it's little Z. He's um, quite embarrassing. He's going to your bed again. again. Yeah, just just give him some tanks and make yeah, him go away. Just, uh, he's, he's here yeah, again. Yeah, and and put some clothes on, man. For God's sake! I mean, I mean at least put a shirt on. <laughs> but could he not just once, just once, yeah, so, dress as smartly as he fucking did on John Dancing on Ice or whatever yeah. it was? Or, or when start. he's doing his stupid comedian thing, he used to wear a suit when he did that. Yeah, why didn't he do that? Why he must have a suit. He must do. It's yeah. obviously oh, well, a look, isn't it? He's a character. Yeah. It's a look. He's dressed up. He's in costume. Yeah, Mr. Jungle Griffin has said... Yeah, actually, this brings me on to something else that Britain said. So if you get a leopard of chieftain, you're a, num a number one Russian target. Yeah, well, you probably are, because yep. Russians are wanting to take them out. And, and apparently they've taken out a stack. I, I reckon... From the intelligence that I was getting, they're taking out at least 16 leopards, right? Mm. So pretty much all the ones that um, Germany gave them have gone. So Britain have said, <laughs> they've said to Zelensky, don't put challengers on the front line and don't put them too far forward because we don't want them falling into Russian hands or getting destroyed. <laughs> You know what happens if your tank gets blown up? People won't buy it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, people, you're right. People won't buy it. People won't buy it. Right, let's try and get out of this bloody war footing, right? We are nearly 90 minutes into the show. This is, once again, same as Monday. This is absolutely flown by, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. Right, so um, I'd just like to, to to give you an update on the, um, on the mocking of the... Xbox controller using the Titan. It wasn't an Xbox controller. It okay. was a Logitech controller. Right. Okay. Well, uh, apparently the military use game controllers quite regularly for many of their military devices because they are easier to use. It. They are easier to use. They work more reliably, and um, the 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 people that use them are more familiar with them than they would be with a completely new system. I do not doubt that in any way, shape, or form. I I, I think that's probably the truth. Um, I I I just want to right now. Now we're moving on. I just want to point you to my trends again. They've updated. I've been watching them. Right, Hugh Edwards, Ricky Gervais, poor Hugh. OnlyFans and Alex Jones. What is going on on Twitter? Alex Jones. Alex is that, Jones. Is that the the Welsh girl? No, I said Alex Jones. 
Oh, Alex Jones is in. The frogs are turning the frogs gay. gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're turning the frogs gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is now actually been found to be true. <laughs> the pesticide is making them turn into females. <laughs> right. I want right. to read you a tweet. Oh, okay. I right. want to read. I want to read you a tweet from friend of the show Sonia Palton. Right. I think. I. I. I want to know what you think. Here we go. She says, I don't know... She tweeted this 36 minutes ago, by the way. I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you get caught being an indecent human being, please do not do the I have ADHD slash depression, etc., very, etc. Own the nastiness without excuses, then you stand a chance of recovery. That's all. What do you think to that? Well, it's take take responsibility for your actions. Yeah, I, I can agree with it, yeah. I've always, I've, I've pretty much been the fact that if I if I fucked up, I put my hands up and I go, yeah, I fucked up. Mm. You know, and, well, and let's, it's, go, let's go back to. It's a lot easier to do that and ask for forgiveness than it is mm. to try and say it wasn't my fault. Um, this caused me to do it, or this caused me, and you just look like a whimpering simp, much like you so when, when you're bleating on about wanting to go on holiday. You know. Yeah, but when I was arrested, right, oh god, here I was held. I was held for 23 hours and 40 minutes. You know this. Yes. Because me and John, right? But for, for what you people don't know, is me and John were meant to do a show on, because we used to do a show on the Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't turn up, did I? No, you didn't. Right? I was not best pleased because I had no communication at all. I mean, your and wife could at least not fucking let me know. Right, so finally, I've, I'm let out after 23 hours and 40 minutes. And I'm in the police car on the way home. And the first person I called was John, right? My wife knew I was coming back, so I didn't need to call her. But I called up John, and he goes, starts screaming at me, Where the fuck are you? I've not heard fucking word from you. And then I just went, I'm in the back of a police car. I'm beaten black and blue. I've been in a cell for 23 hours. And then he starts going, Oh, fuck, are you okay? Hey, hey, are you okay? What's been going on? And then I walked in. I, I, I didn't. Walked in the I, house, I, I, walked I, I wasn't panicking. I just said, "What did you fucking do?" <laughs> <laughs> but, but the point I'm making here is when we talk about owning up and, and taking responsibility. So yeah. the next morning, I was taken for an interview after my arrest. Right, I was taken in for an interview, and the first thing I said to them was. I was absolutely belligerent to the officer. I didn't do what he said. I was completely being ignorant mm-hmm. and saying no. Um, uh, but actually, at the point when I did finally say, yes, I will go, is when he he, he assaulted me. So, uh, but, but the thing is, but I wasn't going to turn to around and say... He wanted to get you before you could leave. Oh, yeah. But but the thing is, like, I didn't turn around and say, oh, I didn't do anything, I didn't do anything. I, I, I will take full responsibility yeah. for the fact that I was speaking back right. to him. Okay, so you've turned us back to you. You've turned us back on yourself. Was that your intention here? So, um, apart from that, so what are you saying... Um, the Sonia thing, do you think she's right or wrong? I do think she's right. And, no. and do you know what? I, I do so think we're on the same page. Yeah, I Good. do think it's a cop-out for Hugh Edwards to check himself into somewhere like the Priory uh-huh. instead of yeah. just saying, right, I did this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, um, yeah. I, mean, I don't like Russell Brand. No. But at least he's up front. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's put himself into God knows how many rehabs. Yeah, but, but he's up front about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't say, oh, you know, a bad boy did it and made made me do it and ran away. 
You know? Well, exactly right. And and you know what? I, I, I'm quite happy to take responsibility for my attitude towards other people. Okay. I'm quite upfront about how I am towards other people. And I think anybody should be, right? If you if you've got the if you've got the ability to do it in private or say it in private, you should be able to say that to somebody's face and be upfront about it. I'm never gonna say anything on my Twitter account which I won't then turn around to say in somebody's to somebody's face. I'll never say the same on a WhatsApp message or anything like that to somebody that I won't say to somebody's face. And yeah, most of these people will though. Yeah, I was going to say, unfortunately, the advent of social media has created this situation oh, yeah. where people are essentially <laughs> two different people. <laughs> Look at the NAFO guys in the video and the pre-roll. Did you see them, people? Oh, my God. You see them God. jumping you know about. What? I mean, that's that's the high spot of their life. They, yeah, think, they, they think they're making a difference. I mean, did you see the, the guy? Did you see the guy on stage who said the decent mm. people? Now, he's counting himself as a decent person. And I, I just didn't get that impression from him. I think he Well, could I didn't be get a... the impression from any of them, and I'll tell you why, right? Because I don't think it's decent or in good faith to mock the death of a random tourist. Exactly. Because, yeah. because he was born in Russia. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah, I know. They I mean, made that's a big old they... song and dance and a joke about it. That's why. The, well, that's why that blow-up shark was on the, the yeah. stage. Yeah. Because they wanted stubborn. to mock the fact that a fucking man. But this is a standard. Died. This is a standard propaganda technique. You dehumanise the people that you're uh-huh. fighting against. Because if you dehumanise them, it's much easier to kill them. Well, you're exactly right. And the, the fact of the matter is, they weren't fighting. Nobody was fighting against. In fact, that Russian man, that Russian tourist who got Mr. Popoff, it was yeah. his name, who got you know attacked by the shark was there because he didn't want to enlist in the fight. Yeah, I know. Because he didn't want to be in the fight. Because he didn't want to involve himself in that. He was on an extended holiday with his father because they were avoiding the quote-unquote draft. Because they didn't want to fight Ukrainians. And for that, his death, which was an unfortunate freak accident, is being mocked simply because of where he was born. And I just don't... It doesn't sit right with me. No, it doesn't. doesn't. No, um, what's his name? Zelensky's uh, done a general call-up, and they are apparently you can't get near the border for the queue of cars that's waiting to leave Ukraine. I, I'm not shocked. Yeah, I think I'm not enough. Well, I, I can imagine they have. I, should we move on to the funnies then? Yeah, let's move on to the funnies. So, um, so let's let's go with South Korea. <laughs> so South Korea have just made everybody younger. Because they've changed the way that you count your birthdays. Now, I don't know exactly what they've done, but I suspect what they've done is they've done what China do, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're born in China, you are... Oh, no, the China do it the the other way around. Because when you're born in China, you're one. Mm -hmm. Because you've been growing for a year. I did not know that. So when you're born in China, your first birthday... As as when you're born, which is as your first birthday, so that counts as number one. So I don't know what South Korea have done because they've made everybody younger in the way that they count your age. So I'm not. I need to dig into it. I couldn't find anything. I, I think you do need to. Yeah. Yeah, but it just sounds a bit weird. Um, bizarre. Yeah, I know, isn't it? Um, right. So Cyprus. <laughs> Cyprus, or as it's now known. The Island of Dead Cats. So apparently, what? apparently, 
And this this is it's reported a feline coronavirus has run rampant through Cyprus and killed all the cats. So they're now calling Cyprus the island of dead cats. And there are fears it could extend to the UK. Of course oh it my could. God. Of course it could. So I don't care. And, and I've got five cats. Yeah, I well, just don't, I you, don't just care. Take, you just think it's a bonus, mate, if that happens, you know. Oh my God! Right, so anyway, <laughs> Garth Brooks. <laughs> Do you remember Garth Brooks? He came I out. Know, is he dead? No, he's not dead. He's a he's a country and western singer. Yeah, no, I know. It's quite old though. He's not that old, but anyway, he was having a concert and nobody turned up. <laughs> People have stopped going to his concerts. He's had to cancel his tour. Why, you ask? Because he supported a certain beverage, usually sold in I'd a like. blue can. I'd like. <laughs> so that 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 makes it work, you know. Go woke, go broke. Well, it would seem that way. I mean, just remember, guys. Kid Rock put that video out on Twitter of him with his uh, semi-automatic. Weapon and a few crates of Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's having them sponsor his shows anytime soon. No. Put it that way. So, um, <laughs> so the Americans are still, they're still got their nose in Afghanistan, but they were they were there in a, an advisory capacity and doing a study into why infertility in the Pashtun province of Afghanistan has fallen so dramatically, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it appears that it's all down to the fact that most of the men appear to have been abused as children. Okay. So they're sleeping with one another? No, no. They're they're taking their wives up the back door. <laughs> they didn't realise um, you were supposed to put it somewhere else. Jesus Christ! No, no, Muhammad. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I'm finding out. Andrew Lomax in the chat says, "Give all the spare Bud Light to Nafo." Did you not see that clip in the pre-roll and dancing around with the drinks in her hand? That was that's got to have all been Bud Light. Got right? to have been Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so there you go. That's your average Muslim country for you. <laughs> I'm I'm saying nothing. I am saying nothing as to the validity of that rumor. It's or... not a rumor. It's an actual study. It's a published study. That was the cause of the infertility. I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. Absolutely. And I say that as a proper proper English bloke. I am shocked. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Oh, so with your wife. I'm going to talk like this now. I'm, I'm completely taken aback. I am shocked. I am astounded. You think, I am absolutely... You think, you think some of the wives should be like, hey, hold on, are you sure this is right? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, there you go. <laughs> That's like the old theory that um, well, I don't know if it was. A th- oh no, I'm not going to that one. I'll leave that one for Friday. <laughs> right. So um, last one, last one of the night. What about our friend Henry Kissinger, who's still alive? How? 
I don't know. <laughs> so Henry Kissinger is still alive. And <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. That's the cracker. So two Russians prank him. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> so they phone up for Henry again. <laughs> Henry, I was going to ask you, what, who do you think did the Nord Stream bomb? Who do you think? And then after, after quite a long pause, right? Henry you goes, uh, I thought it was you. <laughs> I thought you guys did that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The two <laughs> Russian pranksters have got so many people now. It's classic. It's a, it, I mean, it is funny. No, that, it is funny. It's funny, and that's... If I put... Oh, my camera's gone. Lost his camera. Why my camera gone now? Why was the camera Crazy. gone now? That's, camera's gone. That's just bizarre. I'm st you can still it's hear me, yeah? I can, we can still, I can still hear you. I think you're right. There you go. EOS webcam utility is all I can see on the on the stream. Julie says gremlins. Oh, you can you can look at um, my oh, he's back. Turned it off and on. It's strange though they shut down. Anyway, um so yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean that's the kind of thing NAFO should have done. <laughs> but that's too smart for them. They'll just sit in their basement beating themselves up. Or beating themselves off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, there you go. We bring this episode of Chasing Descent live to a close. You have to wonder, you you know, you have to thank God right now that you're not Hugh Edwards, <laughs> to be honest. Do you? Yeah, thank you, thank you, God. <laughs> thank, thank you. No, thank I you, don't. Of you. Yeah, you don't need to. I mean, because let's face it, normal decent people don't do that sort of thing. Pretty straightforward. Oh, no. So you're never going to be in that situation if you're a normal decent person, and exactly. if you aren't. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> well, this is it. You know, these sort of situations are something that are, that's the one places themselves in. Mm -hmm. He has placed himself in this situation. Um, and, and whilst I hope he does come out and address it and does make a statement, if it holds firm and it holds true that he's done nothing illegal, then why should he lose his job? Well, you know, yeah, I, I it's a good question. Well, it's like Schofield. If technically he's not done anything illegal either, but he did lie, and you know this is yeah. the problem when you're in a position of of celebrity, when you're in a position of 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 actually being a bit of a goody two shoes to us, you know, and telling us what to do. Then, yeah, I think the consequences are appropriate. Well, the, let's face it: the man is not going to want for cash for the rest of his life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he's got plenty of money. He's probably near retirement age anyway. Yeah. Um. So, so he might as well, you know, at the end of the day, what he might as well do is bow out gracefully now, take retirement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just go and um, go and start gardening or something like that. Well, not uphill yeah, gardening, just, just regular gardening. Well, you 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 never know. If he, if he ends up single, he do what he wants. But... <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> and how do we also know that his wife did not okay or, or even partake in some of this? No, no, no. Okay. But I'm just saying, I don't know what young couples get up to. Yeah, one of I know. my friends. Yep. One of my friends, oh. well, two of my friends are a married couple who quite regularly see other people. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. It's a bit weird and yep. it's not something that I would do. Okay. Uh, Thank you. And um, 
and we'll give you the uh, the citizen roll, and then I'll jump back on to close. I got something to prove I gotta take what I hate and finally make a move I think of you and all the shit you don't do Well, I'ma make hella shit that I don't become you Have no regrets, yeah, I'll up my chest I'll never forget what it's like to be in debt Been stabbed in the back, bed. I'll show you what happens Pass me the mic and I'll show you with action I feel this pain, you already know Turn that to games like my money show I've got these things that I can't let go Watch me turn this life into something that you can never own I feel this pain, you already know Turn that to games like my money show I've got these things that I can't let go Watch me turn this life into something that you can never own So fight and fight and die For the things you know you It's just finished, I guess. So anyway, I forgot it was going to be finished. So no, you're not on it twice, Dread Eye. You're on it once. The Adam is our Adam. The other Adam. Two right. Adams. Yeah, there's two Adams, but I only put, I put Dread Eye on as Dread Eye, not as Adam. Okay, and there'll be other there'll be updates coming on Friday because other people have joined. And if you haven't joined, if you have not Why become not? a citizen of Eridora, become a citizen. You can do so at you can do so at the links in the chat right now. Preferred is Kofi ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent, but you can also go to patreon.com forward slash chasing descent. And when we can be asked to do it, we will put the the things in the join button here in YouTube. So you won't even have to leave YouTube if you don't want yes. to. But we it will be slightly more expensive on YouTube. Yeah, I don't the reason like we're YouTube. doing that is because they take so much money. They take, they take thirty percent of the cut. I mean that's just that's ridiculous. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, a bit of housekeeping, um, we, we do have to announce that Dreadeye, who is also known as Adam, but for these purposes we'll call him Dreadeye because Adam would just get confused because Adam's not the brightest. You've got to keep him in his place. You Love know. him. But he, 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 he's a bit slow. But anyway, yeah. so Dreadeye is our official Veridora chief grease monkey. He is. And his certificate will be coming through shortly. So, stand by your email. And with that, I'd like to thank everyone for attending this episode 235 of Chasing Descent Live, which has dragged on a bit, but I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And with that, you know what? It's been great for you. <laughs> Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm gonna do shit my way. 
So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things Until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep Wonder but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless So they'll put them on display Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty I have a sense of urgency A message for eternity For everyone internally I had some people burning me But now they fucking learn to see I ain't the one to fuck with Now they looking nervously And I don't really care What you think of me respectfully You can kick rocks If you think you're fucking better See, I will outwork you Turn you to an enemy Hurt you so bad That you're gonna need some therapy I got the motherfucking recipe I've been cooking up hits I'ma leave a legacy You'll be looking small When you're standing right next to me I'm 5'10", bitch Put up 10 feet Cause I don't give a fuck What you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck What you say I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yeah, I'ma do it my way Coming out with a statement You really changed, man All your music and arrangement You don't know shit Shut your mouth You can save it I'm the same dude That got has come up From the basement A hundred stars A hundred weeks Didn't change it Experiments, development Intelligence and patience I'll do it all again Cause I never feel complacent Let's keep the good vibes Positivity's contagious I'm never looking back Cause I made a life dispassionate A college graduate Suppressing all his talents Yeah, he found a way To go and change Become an advocate For taking control of your life Go out and battle And you think you have a dream Then act on it, get after it, get out your head and fucking capture it You got one life to master it Don't give up on your future, we all start losers We're all late bloomers, gotta settle through the sewer Cause what you say, yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say, yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yeah, I'ma do it my way Are you bored of your monotonous existence? The demeaning tasks? The soul-destroying repetition? The grey faceless drones that you work with? Is there a way out? How can you escape this? Join us. Come to... The land of opportunity. The fantastical land of opportunity where you can be what you were destined to be. You can blossom. Join us from sea to shining sea. Across our land we are surrounded by natural beauty and natural beauties. In Veridora, our beaches are completely unspoiled. Just like our women. Our land is plentiful and bountiful. Our cities are vibrant, engaging, colourful, enjoyable. Anything and everything that you need is there within your grasp, right there. Within 15 minutes, you will own absolutely nothing, but you will be ecstatic. Join us. It's within the grasp of anyone to become a citizen of Veridora. You'll never look back once you're there. You don't need to worry about anything. Democracy, 
Who cares? You have your benevolent dictators, Ben and John. They will look after your every need, make all the important decisions for you. You don't need to worry your pretty little head. You just go out and enjoy yourself. You'll get extras. You'll get early access to our dear leader's announcements. You too can become a citizen of Veridora. Just join us by becoming a citizen today at ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent or patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or by using the join button on YouTube. You know you want to. Veridora is not a physical place and all rewards offered for membership will be fulfilled in a timely fashion. Chasing descent appreciate any and all ongoing support. Not a cult.